Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Oh, Riley, uh, don't make any plans for a week from tonight. A week from tonight? Why not, Duncan? Well, we've been invited to dinner at the Gillis's. Oh. oh, okay, but tell them we can't get there too early because the Life of Riley program is going on one hour later starting next week, and you know me, I never miss it. Oh, it's the life of Riley when it's Pabst Blue Ribbon you drink. The finest beer served anywhere, so let the glasses clink. Oh, east or west or north or south, there's nothing like it at all. Yes, you're living the life of Riley when for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. When for Pabst Blue Ribbon you call. Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere, proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. Well, Christmas has come and gone, and the Rileys had barely settled down into their normal routine when the approach of the New Year's Eve brought with it new problems. And knowing Chester A. Riley as we do, we can expect that the birth of a new year will find Riley a very nervous midwife. Hey, Peg, when's New Year's Eve? Friday? No, no, this year it's Saturday. And guess what? Saturday, huh? Say, Dumplin', this New Year's Eve, let's not go out. Let's just spend a quiet evening home for a change, eh? For a change? You haven't taken me out on a New Year's Eve in ten years. I have so. What about last year? I blew you to a seven-course dinner, didn't I? Hmm. 50's 89-cent special. (laughs) And afterwards, we had a very entertaining time down on Pershing Square. Standing on a street corner watching the police arrest jaywalkers is not my idea of entertainment. Well, you're very hard to please. Anyway, this New Year's Eve... This New Year's Eve, we're going to a party. The Morris has invited us. It'll be a real nice affair. Oh, do we have to go? And Hobart Morris is our landlord, and I always got to watch how I insult him. <laughs> well, we'll still have fun. I don't understand you, Riley. Everybody celebrates New Year's Eve. Well, I got nothing against celebrating, but that's for youngsters. Hi, parents. A girl like Babs, it's different. But when a woman gets to be your age, Peg... What do you mean, my age? Well, 40-ish. 40? Listen, I'm 36, and don't you forget it. How can I? You've been reminding me for the last three years. (laughs) What's all the high-pitched conversation? Oh, your father... As usual, he doesn't want to take me out New Year's Eve. Oh, why not, Daddy? Oh, these New Year's Eve parties are so dull. Just a lot of noise. Everybody waits around for 12 o'clock. Then you sing old Lang Syne, throw confetti, kiss your wife, and go home. Well, it's fun. But we can have the same fun right here at home. New Year's Eve, wake me up at 12 o'clock. I'll whistle old Lang Syne, throw a fistful of confetti in your face, kiss you, then I'll roll over and go back to sleep. You're hopeless. Oh, but Peg... Riley, we're going to the Morrises for New Year's Eve. Okay, okay, I'll go. But I promise you I won't enjoy myself. Oh, Daddy, you're such an old fogey. That ain't true. I'm a very young fogey. (laughs) But it's just that New Year's Eve is for youngsters. Girl like you, if she don't step out New Year's, well, it's it's pretty near a calamity. Wait, hey, who's your date with this year? I don't know yet. You haven't got a date yet? No, but I... But you got the sorority dance. 
Yes. And you're chairman of the committee. You've you got to be there. Don't get excited. She'll be asked. Yeah, but it's only a few days off. Well, Bob Wilson's dropping in tomorrow night. He'll ask me. How do you know? Did he say so? Well, not to me, of course, but Bob told his friend George Thompson, and George told his girlfriend Lucy, and her cousin Trudy has her hair done at Arlene's, and she's my hairdresser, too. I see, and Arlene told you. No. You see, Arlene Never mind, her... never mind, never mind. That's enough. <laughs> Listen, Babs, just to be on the safe side, sometimes a young fellow's shy about asking. Now, I know a good trick. When he gets here, I'll go next door to Gillis's, and I'll phone you, and you pretend that I'm a fellow asking you for a date. And you say, well, I don't know yet, but I'll let you know. And that'll make... Riley, Riley, that's enough. Babs will get dates without your help. She doesn't have to use any tricks. Anyway, not stupid tricks like that. Well, you're a fine one to talk. Where would you be today if your father hadn't used the same stupid trick on me? Hi, Junior. Oh, hi, Pop. Your mother home? No, she went over to Mrs. Gillis's. Uh, I think I'll listen to the news and hit the hay. Oh, wait a minute, Pop. Don't go in the living room. No, why not? Because Babs is in there with her boyfriend. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Tonight's the night. Hey, I wonder how she's making out. Pop, you're not going to peek through the keyhole. Well, of course not. I'm too big. You peek. <laughs> uh, tell me what's going on. Oh, no, Pop. It's not right for a father to spy on his daughter. Since when are you Babs' father? Go on, peek. <laughs> well, okay, but it isn't right. Well, you see anything? I see Babs. What about the boy? Well, I can only see his arms. Where are they? Here, let me look. Watch it. Babs is coming, huh? Oh. Daddy. Oh, hello, Babs. Well, what are you doing on your knees? Uh, uh, okay, Junior, shoot a nickel. Daddy, you were listening. Did he ask you yet, Babs? He will. He didn't ask you? Don't worry, he will, I tell you. Let me go next door and call you up. That'll cinch you, huh? Oh, Daddy, now please don't interfere. I've got to make some coffee for Bob. Hmm, Ten o'clock and the guy hasn't opened his mouth yet. She'll wind up sitting home New Year's, but not if I can help it. Oh, Pop, you better not go in there. Junior, you heard what Babs said. Don't interfere. Oh, good evening, sir. Oh, oh, I didn't know anybody was here. Good evening. I'm Bob Wilson. I'm uh, Babs' father. Oh, Babs has told me a lot about you. (laughs) Did I say something funny? Uh, No, sir. Oh. How's your friend George Thompson? Oh, do you know George? Yeah. He's fine. Oh. How's he getting on with his girlfriend, Lucy? Oh, you know Lucy, too. Yeah. <laughs> How's her cousin, Trudy? Who? Does she still get her hair done at Arlene's? Well, uh, I don't know. Oh, yes, yeah, she does. <laughs> well, if you say so, sir. Uh, I, uh, I haven't seen you around before, have I? Well, no, I, I only met Babs last week. A yeah, great little girl, my Babsy. Yes, sure is. One in a million. Yes. Not like most girls you meet nowadays. You know the type I mean, those glamour girls, wild, never stay home. Babsy's a real nice, quiet, homely type girl. Uh, she is. She doesn't look it. Well, don't let her looks fool you. You know what I always say? 
She's a girl just like the girl that married dear old dad. <laughs> I never worry about her for a minute. For instance, she'll probably be going out New Year's. I beg your pardon? Uh, I didn't say anything. Oh. Well, she'll probably be going out to a dance New Year's Eve with some boy. <clears throat> well, like I was saying, on New Year's Eve, I won't be going through what other fathers go through. You know, pacing up and down the floor, looking at the clock, running up the Mulholland Drive with a flashlight. <laughs> oh, no, I don't worry about my little beds. Why should I? She don't smoke, she don't drink, she don't neck. And 12 o'clock sharp, she'll be sound asleep in her bed. That's the kind of a girl she is. You can't go wrong with beds. I'll bet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Oh, Daddy, are you in here? Yeah, I was just chatting with Bob here. Well, I guess I'll be running along. So long, Bob. Well, I've got to be running, too. So long, Babs. Oh, but I, I just made coffee. Oh, I'm sorry, Babs. I didn't realize it was so late. You see, I, I have an appointment. Well, I'll be seeing you. Good night. <laughs> I told you to use the phone call trick. Well, I... I don't understand. When I went out for coffee, he was on the verge of asking me. And... Well, I don't understand no. it either. And after the build-up I gave you. Build-up? Yeah. What did you say to him? I didn't say nothing wrong. Just told him what a swell girl you are. You don't smoke, you don't drink, you don't nag. Oh, and... no. How could you tell him a horrible thing like that? <laughs> but it's true. But you didn't have to tell him. I told you not to interfere. This isn't the first time you're always no, driving don't my cry, car. Don't cry, Betsy. I can't stand it when people cry. I'll cut it out. Mother, you've just got to keep Daddy out of the living room. Don't worry. I'll get him out of the house the minute he comes home. This is my last chance. If Monroe doesn't take me, I, I don't know what I'll do. Oh, I like Bob better. So do I, but what can I do? Well, Monroe's not bad looking. No, but he's so prim and proper. Sometimes he acts like an old maid. <laughs> he does look a little prissy. I think he's as scared of girls. Well, you better go back in the living room, dear. You shouldn't leave him alone. Oh, he doesn't mind. He brought a book along with him, in Greek. Now, Mother, you'll see that Daddy doesn't start anything. I'll else. handle your father. Now, run along, dear. Oh, thanks, Mother. Junior? Yes, Mom? Oh, Junior, when your father gets home, don't say anything about Monroe being here. Okay, Chief, I got you. Hey! Hey! In the kitchen, Riley. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry I'm late for supper. Oh, that's all right. Dear, we're going out for supper. What's the idea? Today ain't Mother's Day. <laughs> Don't push me. I'll go. Hey, wait a minute. Who's in there? Uh, nobody. Well, don't tell me. I hear voices. Oh, that. It's only Babs and a boyfriend. Bob, he came back? No, he didn't. You saw to that. It's another boy. Oh. Oh, so that's why you're trying to get rid of me. You're, you're afraid I'll mess up everything. Well, what did you do last night? Now, don't start that again. We went all through that. I admitted I was wrong. Guess I just don't understand the younger generation. But I won't make the same mistake again. You won't get a chance to. Now, let's go. All right, all right, all right. Fine thing, a guy gets shoved out of his own house. Anybody can make a mistake, ain't that right, Junior? I guess so. After all, I'm only human, ain't I? I guess so. <laughs> you guess so? What kind of an answer is that? When I ask a question, I want a straight answer, yes or no? No. Well, that's better. <laughs> Wait a minute, no. Oh, come on. 
Oh, Riley, where's your tie? What do I need a tie for? It ain't Sunday. Well, I'm not going into a restaurant with you looking like a hobo. Now go back and get one. We'll wait here. Okay, okay. And don't bother Babs. My own wife calls me a hobo. Too polite to call me a bum. <laughs> she didn't call me a bum before we were married when I really was a bum. <laughs> oh. Oh, good evening, sir. I'm Monroe Mayberry. I'm Babs' father. Oh? Barbara's told me a lot about you. Something I can get you? No, thanks. I just wanted my glasses. Well, you got them on. You, you see them in front of your eyes. I want my reading glasses. They're in my coat here in the hall closet. Oh. Oh, dear. Something fell. Oh, that's all right. I'll get it. Oh, it's only my tuxedo. <laughs> my wife took it out of mothballs. We're stepping out this New Year's. Nothing like stepping out New Year's. Uh, I beg your pardon? I didn't say anything. Oh, we're a great family for stepping out, especially my badge. Now, there's a gal who likes to step out and paint the town red. Really, sir? That's odd. Barbara always struck me as being rather on the quiet side, more or less the intellectual type. Babsy, intellectual? Why, she hasn't got a brain in her head. <laughs> she couldn't even read till she was 13. Now all she cares about is dancing and going to parties. She'll dance you right off your feet. A real live wire. I don't know where that girl gets her energy. She can keep going till all hours of the night. Many's the time when I'm leaving for work in the morning, I meet her coming home. Yes, that's the kind of a girl my Betsy is. Really? I didn't realize. Yeah. Monroe, did you find your glasses? Why, Daddy, I thought you'd gone. No, I, I, I just came back to get a tie. I, oh, here's one. Well, I'll, I'll be running along now. Oh, Monroe, wh why are you putting on your coat? Well, I've got to be going, too. I'm terribly sorry, but I just remembered I... I have an appointment. Well, now, wait, Monroe. I really have to go. No, Good you... night. Daddy, you did it again. No, I didn't say anything wrong. I gave you a big build-up. I told him you were a real glamour girl. But Monroe can't stand that kind of girl. Oh? Well, but I, I thought... Oh, you've I... ruined everything. That was my last chance. Now I'll never get a date for the dance. But, Babsy... Was that Monroe who just ran down the street? Babsy, what's wrong, dear? Oh, Mother, he did it again. Oh, Riley. You make me so mad, I could... I could... Now, wait a minute, Peg. Don't you hit me. <laughs> if you hit me, I'll... You what? Okay, hit me. Why did you have to interfere? Now, don't cry, Babsy. I've got to be at that dance. Can't you go alone? No, I've got to have an escort. Well, I know what. I'll be your escort. Well, maybe you better. I got to take your mother to the Morris's party. I'd rather go alone, too. What a revolting development this is. Perhaps Lou Ribbon will bring you the second act of The Life of Riley in just a moment. And remember, folks, The Life of Riley will come to you one hour later, beginning next Friday, January 6th. Remember, next week... One hour later. You know, any Pabst Blue Ribbon fan who travels a great deal will talk this way about his favorite beer. I bought a bottle of Pabst Blue Ribbon in Minneapolis, and it tasted just like it always does at home. Had a couple of bottles on the train. Again, 
That delicious blue ribbon taste. Yes, sir, that's one reason I've settled down to Pabst Blue Ribbon. It always tastes exactly the same. Finest beer served anywhere. Now, there's a mighty good reason why Pabst Blue Ribbon is so dependable. Every operation in the great Pabst breweries, from grain to bottle, is under Blue Ribbon control. No guesswork, no hit-or-miss methods. Blue Ribbon quality all the way through. That's why more beer drinkers bought Pabst Blue Ribbon in 1949 than ever before in Pabst's 105-year history. Taste it. You'll see why Pabst Blue Ribbon, wherever you go, is called the finest beer served. Anywhere. You hear it everywhere. Finest beer served anywhere. Thirty-three fine brews blended into one great beer. And now back to the life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley with Paula Winslow and John Brown. But Bev said she'd rather go alone. Nothing doing. She can't go alone to a New Year's Eve dance. But she's got to be there. I just won't go without an escort. Then let me be your escort. I won't go to a school dance with my father. Nobody will know I'm your father. They'll think I'm a college boy. I'll, <laughs> I'll get a true haircut. What do you use for hair? <laughs> All right, then they'll think I'm one of your professors. What do you use for brains? <laughs> All right, if they want to know who I am, you tell them I'm one of them G.I. students. Oh, they won't believe that either. Tell them I'm from the First World War. <laughs> now, look, Bev, you just got to go to that dance. You're on the committee. I know, but I... Oh, well, I suppose I'll have to. All right, you can take me. Well, glad that's settled. It is? Well, what about me? <laughs> you expect me to go to the Morrises alone? Well, of course not. You just won't go. Well, I'm glad that's it. Now, just a minute. I'm not going to stay home alone on New Year's Eve. Okay, I'll get somebody to escort you, and I'll join you later. How about go with my friend Gillis? No, thank you. No, I don't blame you. I wouldn't go with him either. Let's <laughs> see, there must be somebody that... I know. Huh? The Morris had said something about inviting Sidney Monaghan. I'll ask him to pick me up. Well, I'm glad that's settled. Now, just a minute. Nothing's settled. You ain't going with Monaghan. Why not? He's taken me out before. Uh, well, that was when you were single. Oh, don't tell me you're still jealous of Sidney. Well, I ain't jealous, but I'll pick your escorts. If you like Sidney so much, you should have married him. Don't think he didn't ask me. Okay, but you married me, and that's your hard luck. <laughs> Oh, look, Junior, pretty classy in the tux, huh? Uh, isn't it a little tight, Pop? No, it's a perfect fit. Look. Well, what's making that bulge in your back pocket? Your wallet? Huh? Oh, no, that's me. <laughs> well, I'm all set except for this bow tie. Hey, you know how to make a bow tie, Junior? No, Pop. Gee, the smog smells bad tonight. There's no smog tonight. Well, I smell something. That's me, too. <laughs> I'm trying out a new hair tonic. Babs! Oh, what is it, Daddy? Uh, Babs, can you tie a bow tie? Oh, no, I don't know how. Oh, Junior, shut the window. That smog's really horrible tonight. That's not smog. That's pop. That's my new hair tonic. 
Daddy, must you? Uh, you better hurry up and get ready, Babs. I called a taxi. Well, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. I've got to get this tie made. So, Peg! Peg! What is it, Ronnie? Where are you? In the kitchen. You should be getting dressed. What are you doing in the kitchen? I thought I smelled gas. <laughs> Yes, Mom. Keep quiet. <laughs> Can you tie a bow tie, Peg? Now, don't bother me, Ronnie. I got to finish dressing. Well, I got... Let's see who that is, Junior. Okay, Pop. Got to get this tie right. Who is it, Junior? It is I, Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Say, Digger, do you know how to make one of these awful bow ties? Oh, indeed I do. Yeah? Let me see now. Uh, right over left. No. Left over right. No. What's wrong? Maybe you'd better lie down. <laughs> do I have to? No, no, no. I've got it. I've got it. There. Huh. Uh, you're a picture. Yeah. Do I look real sharp? Sharper than most of the people I've seen lately. <laughs> well, thanks, Digger. Well, is your dear wife ready? Yeah, but uh, look, Digger, I, I didn't tell her yet that you're going to escort her. Oh, why not? Well, no offense intended, but... Well, I was afraid that she might not want to go with you. you. You're not offended, are you, Digger? Why should I be? Nobody wants to go with me. But believe me, eventually, they go. Well, j just a minute, Digger. I'll, I'll tell her now. I'll be right back. Peg! In the bedroom. Oh. Peg, oh, oh, you're dressed. That's good. Well, he's here. Who? Your escort. Escort? I thought I told now, you Now, let's not I... start that again. I won't go with Gillis. It's not Gillis. Well, who is it? Well, it's... Uh, Hurry up, Riley. As we say in my provision, it is later than you think. <laughs> oh! Oh, no! No! Not him! Well, why not, Peg? He's a sweet guy. I will not go with an undertaker. Don't worry, he'll bring you back. <laughs> Now, now, there's my taxi. Now, listen, Peg, I ain't got time to argue with you. I'm helping out Babs, your daughter. So either you go with Digger, you'll have to go alone. And if you don't want to go alone, you'll just have to stay home. It's up to you. Someone at the door, Riley. Yeah, I know. Babs, the taxi's here. Okay, I'm ready. You call for a taxi, Mr. Riley? Yeah, we... Hey, you're that Bob Wilson. You drive a cab? Yeah, weekends. Helps pay my tuition. <laughs> well, what do you know about that? Well, let's go, Daddy. Babs, look who's here. Bob Wilson, you've got your nerve showing up here. No, yeah, he's driving the taxi. <laughs> oh, well, let's get another taxi. No, well, now, look, Babs, as long as he's here. I said get another taxi. Yeah, oh, but... Riley, will you come here a minute? Yeah, in a minute, Peg. Now, look, Babs. I refuse to go in his cab. But, Babs, this... Riley, you come here this minute. Yeah, I'm coming. I don't see what you're sore about, Babs. Oh, you don't, Mr. Wilson. Riley! I'm coming. Now, Babs, I don't it... wish to discuss it. Oh, she gets more like her mother every minute. Nothing but trouble. They'll drive me to an early grave. Please, Riley. This is a holiday. Oh. 
Will you get your dear spouse? Yes, I'll get her. What is it, Peg? Next time I call you, you come. Yeah, well, I had other things on my mind. Did you tell Mr. Odell I'm not going with him? Now, Peg, be reasonable. You better tell him. I can't do that. I ask him to take you. I'm not going with him, and that's final. Now, listen to me, Peg. You go with Digger or you stay home. Ever since we've been married, you told me what to do. You acted like a dictator, but not anymore. I'm giving the orders now. I'm revolting. You certainly are. Well, I'm glad you agree. <laughs> now, put your coat on and get going. Riley, it's almost dead. Yeah, she's coming. Babs, come on, let's go. Oh, Daddy, you won't have to take me. Now, we'll get... I won't? No, Bob's taking me. Isn't it wonderful? But, but I thought... Babs, you... explain about the other night. Oh, Bob, I... it's getting late. Yeah, we better go. I've got to get someone to drive my hack for tonight. Well, can't you just leave it somewhere? No, I've got to get a replacement or I'll lose my job. Well, there must be somebody who'd be glad to help you out. Kid. Well, let's see now. Bill is going out. Yeah. Frankie's out of town. I know! No. Oh, no. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, but Daddy, Now, darling. wait a minute, Beth. Now, there's no use putting that cap on my head. No, sir. Give him the keys, Bob. Here you are, Mr. Ronald. Now, just a minute. You can keep all the tips. Oh, who's that? Oh, oh, that's for me. Well, good night. Now, wait a minute, Peg. Wait for Digger. You're going with him. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm coming, Sydney. You're going with Monaghan? Yes, dear. Happy New Year. Now, wait a minute, Peg. Mother, can you give us a lift? Why, sure. Come along. But, Peg... Good night, Daddy. Happy New Year. But, Beth... Happy New Year, Mr. Riley. Bring the cab here when you're through. But, Bob... three in the morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Now, wait, Peg. Come back. This ain't bad. <laughs> in just a moment, Riley will return. Who's going to win the Rose Bowl game on New Year's Day? And the Cotton Bowl? And the Sugar Bowl? Lots of exciting football broadcasts coming up this weekend. You armchair quarterbacks better be prepared with plenty of Pabst Blue Ribbon cooling on the ice. Lug it home from the store the easy way in the new Pabst Blue Ribbon Handy Six Carton. No clumsy paper bags to carry. Just slip your fingers into the convenient new handle and be on your way with six cans of Pabst Blue Ribbon. Finest beers served anywhere. Ask your dealer for the Pabst Handy Six Carton tomorrow. I trust you at 12 o'clock New Year's Eve with money hand around. Happy New Year, Dufflin. Happy New Year, Riley. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year, everybody. I don't doubt your good intentions, Riley. Mr. Wellington, I'm going to make a New Year's resolution never again to stick my nose in Babs' affairs. Well, that's fine. And while you're making resolutions, how about resolving to keep that icebox of yours full of Pabst Blue Ribbon in 1950? Oh, for that, I don't need no resolution. <laughs> okay, let's drink the new year, Riley. Okay, with the finest beer served anywhere. Mmm, look at that delicious foam. Here's to all you folks, wherever you are. May 1950 bring you happiness, health, and prosperity. Oh. 
blue ribbon you drink The finest beer served anywhere So let the glasses clink Oh, east or west or north or south There's nothing like it at all Yes, you're living the life of Riley When for Pat's Blue Ribbon you call When for Pat's Blue Ribbon you Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. But remember, next week, Friday, January 6th, The Life of Riley, one hour later. One hour later, next week. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker by arrangement with Universal International Pictures, now releasing South Sea Sinner, starring Shelley Winters and McDonald Carey. Tonight's script is by Reuben Shipp and Alan Lipskin. Direction by Mitch Lindemann. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. Babs is Barbara Eiler. Junior is Bobby Ellis. Consult your local paper for the correct time of the Life of Riley show on television over NBC each week. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Paft Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Newark, New Jersey, and Peoria, Illinois. And sent your way with the best wishes of Paft Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. Jimmy Wallington speaking. Remember, next week, The Life of Riley will be heard one hour later on this station. Next, it's Jimmy Durante with Don Amici on NBC.